Welcome back to Cardinal Corner, a podcast created by Cardinal Home Center. I'm your host, Maggie Glass. I'm joined again today with local realtor, Stacia Rice. For the second podcast in our series, we're going to be talking about rent-friendly home improvement projects. So the first question I have is, what are some common trends on Charlottesville rentals you've seen? So Charlottesville is a very popular uh, place to be, and we have a lot of transitional workforce. So rentals tend to be pretty competitive. In all honesty, it seems to be fairly costly. So I think one of the good things about this area is there doesn't seem to be a good amount of rentals available, but I think typically what we're seeing is they may not all be up to a a typical uh, renter's standards (laughs) in terms of that. And I think that's kind of leading into the conversation about how do we maybe make that better for someone if they've walked into a property that fits their budget but isn't aesthetically pleasing. What advice do you have for potential renters looking for a space? So I think cover your basics, right? So make sure that there's adequate uh, rooms for the things that you want to try to get accomplished, uh, depending on who's going to be in the property with you. You know, basics, bedrooms and bathrooms are, are kind of the first thing. But after that, I would look at some of the amenities that you might not be able to put a, um, a fine point on. I think some folks when renting find themselves lacking in outdoor space. So if you're if you're looking at two different places where one's maybe not quite as updated, but has a little backyard space, you'd be amazed at, you know, kind of how that changes your lifestyle. And yet, if you're the type of person that isn't interested in that, you know, you may not want to spring yeah, for it, right. you know, and you might want to focus on the inside. So it's a lot of preference. And I think the one thing to remember, and I usually talk to people about is it, it's temporary, right? So it may not have check all of your boxes, but as long as you can get maybe a good 80% of them, it's, it's probably a good fit. Do you have any tips for renters before moving in, like taking a video of space to prevent damage claims or that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So every situation is a little different in that some are managed by a management company, some are owners or just a property management company. So most of the time there is a process. When working with a realtor, a lot of times you might go through the property and and fill out a, a form that sort of notes all of the existing damage that you see or the existing wear and tear that you see so that you don't get held responsible for that. I think it's a great idea to do take some photographs, maybe a video, sort of cataloging some of those things. And then the other thing that I think is kind of important is to have a really clear understanding of what the landlord is comfortable with in terms of what your changes or updates that you can make. So you shouldn't assume that you can make changes to paint, right? You shouldn't assume that you can repair things on your own. You probably shouldn't also assume that you can make changes like if there was an outdoor space to landscaping and things like that. Ask the question about what the process, if, if there was an opportunity to do any of those things and if you were willing. Sometimes, especially homeowner landlords, are often happy for you to do the work and they'll pay for the materials or vice versa. And some are also like, nope, we only, you know, have licensed contractors do certain things, right? You can always ask to update and improve things, but it's not a total expectation. Right. So at least getting permission first and figuring it out. (laughs) Have a conversation about what that might look like. Okay. Yeah. If there are any issues that arise in my rental home, what is my best course of action? For everyone's benefit, 
if you see any issues with appliances, um, leaks, water infiltration, anything that looks a little suspect, the sooner you can let your management company or your landlord know about it, the better. It helps protect their investment and they are going to be grateful for um, yeah, right. your you know, proactivity. And honestly, the sooner you can get in touch with them, the more likely they are to be able to fix it at you know, quickly, or at least without sort of disrupting your life significantly, it's a lot harder to, you know, if that toilet overflowed, and you just let that happen multiple times, Mm -hmm. the renovation looks a lot different when that's been happening for six months than if it did for a month, right. And so that could be time and energy they have to spend, but also time and energy that you're not going to have use of that space. Is that something that I could potentially be liable for also if I don't let them know? Depending on how the lease is written, yes. General wear and, you know, maintenance of the house is typically the responsibility of the landlord, but in certain circumstances like preventable wear and tear, there could be some course of action. And most of the time there is a security deposit that's essentially designed to cover most of that. Okay. So on that on that final walkthrough, if they've noticed, you know, major damage to a certain area that they weren't even aware of, then it's probably coming out of your, your deposit. Yeah, right. What are some other rental-friendly decor that I could look into? So this is kind of one of those areas where Pinterest, I think, might be a little dangerous. Yeah. Um, so I love the idea of enhancing even a temporary space to make it feel your, your own. And there are some things that you can do that might be amenable to your to your landlord. So let's say for the sake of argument, you wanted to paint. That very well could be okay as long as paint colors are approved. Or if you wanted to update, you know, cabinetry or poles or things like that, there may be some leeway that they're yeah. going to be willing to, to, to do. They're probably not going to pay for those things, right? But they might allow you to do mm-hmm. so. But what I find, um, so like I love peel and stick wallpaper. It's great, but not all paints are paint and wall surfaces are made uh, equally. <laughs> and unless you're a professional, there's a risk of damaging those walls by utilizing products like right. that. So err on the side of caution, maybe do some testing areas and things like that. But one of the most effective ways to make a rental feel like home is to utilize art, utilize color in your furnishings. If you have a neutral gray sofa, you know, bring in color through your pillows and your style bookcases in a way that looks intentional. And don't forget things like lighting, right? So having multiple layers of lighting, usually there's, in most rentals, you're going to have like one overhead light. Mm -hmm. So think about, you know, floor lamps or table lamps and creating you know, areas where you've got uh, a homier feel like that. But oftentimes you're better off to invest in things that you can take with you. I'm thinking specifically as a recent college graduate myself, who's moved into a new space four years in a row now, what advice would you have for someone who's frequently moving in terms of still wanting to invest in your space, but knowing it's relatively short term? It is tricky if you are likely going to be changing spaces frequently, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe every year. And there is a balance between buying 
inexpensive furniture, A, because your budget allows for inexpensive yeah, furniture. Because you're on a college budget anyway. Because <laughs> your college budget is totally yeah. fine. But there is some level of longevity that you sacrifice with that, yeah. right? So one thing I love about rentals is especially like open concept apartments and things like that, having furniture that actually can act in multiple ways can be really advantageous. Okay. So you might, for example, purchase a desk that looks a little bit like a dining room table because in one room or in one apartment, you might have a dining yeah, space right. and in another one, you may not. Right. And so you could utilize it in a different way. And I think sized appropriate furniture is really important. Most rentals are not huge. Yeah. Right. And so I would recommend, you know, find the most comfortable, well-made product in your budget that, especially when it comes to like couches and chairs, that's kind of neutral because then mm -hmm. you can, it'll work with whatever space you're putting in, do color and with your art and your accessories. And then don't go for the big one. <laughs> I think the biggest thing I see is like you walk in and you've got the oversized, you know, lazy boy sectional in yeah. a space that gets totally swallowed up. And it, it definitely limits your options the next time around, right? You yeah. may not have an open space like that. All right. Well, thank you for being here today, Stacia. If you want to learn more about what we talked about today, you can visit our website at www.cardinalcornerpodcast.com.